1: even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Hey, thanks for listening to
2: Dirt and Sprague on Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash the fan. Station.
1: Flacco looks. He throws.
3: It is intercepted. Christian Harris down the left side
0: but he's there, and it's Harris to the house. Touchdown, Texans. It's a pick party in Houston.
1: This is Durden Sprague. Snap, Dak, back, back,
3: back to pass, throws up the Middle intercepted, picked up by Savage. Down the near side numbers. Darnell Savage is gone to the end zone. Touchdown, Packers. Second interception thrown by Prescott, and this one goes to the house. 26 nothing, Green Bay late in the first half.
1: With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague.
3: Jared Goff takes the final knee, and the final seconds are going to come off the clock here at Ford Field in Detroit. The Detroit Lions have got their first postseason win
1: in 32 years. They outlast the Los Angeles Rams. They win it 24-23. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. Oh!
2: It's 6.02 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spring on Portland's. Sports leader 1080 the band. Happy Tuesday, everybody. What is happening? like to uh, alert the masses out there. I know there are millions. Hey! <laughs> of drivers all over portland right now yes everybody's out on the road at 6 a.m on an icy tuesday morning um we are not live on youtube right now and we will be momentarily on youtube at some point but i will not be on youtube no no it will be a dirt and maybe swag addition with me just vocally being there. I, think, I will be like a ghost. I think we should find a way to turn all the other lights off in the studio and just have the one that's over my head oh, on. You just want the spotlight Just give there? me a spotlight, solo ah. cam, and let's talk Washington Huskies for three hours. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if later in the show, since I won't be on YouTube, when we're on YouTube, maybe we play a hypothetical you're talking to – I'm Don Shula. You're Don Shula. Yeah, and you're asking me how I feel about the dolphins from the other side of the grave, and I give you my thoughts. Since you Ooh, can't uh, see me, you a, can only hear me. A dead Don Shula. dead Don, Don Shula showing up on the show at 8.30 a.m. today. I'm kind of excited about that. I'm curious how Don Shula felt about Tua not being able to complete a pass in two-degree weather. Uh, probably similar to anybody else watching that game. Why am I watching this team play football? This he hasn't completed awful. one and
3: when it's you know just below four. What did you
2: think was going to happen? Look, it? I was wrong about a few things this weekend, and I'm wrong quite often. That was one that I felt really good about. You're telling me a weak-arm quarterback in negative 30-degree weather who is from Hawaii is going to beat Patrick Mahomes in Arrowhead? And they didn't like, no. have their first <laughs> no five chance.
3: linebackers on the roster available to them. Zero chance that was going to happen.
2: Hot take. Put sleeves on. Be warm. <laughs> yeah. This whole, like, we need to be tough in the cold uh, did you hear I, – I don't know why we're starting with the Dolphins. This is my fault. That's okay. But did you hear what they didn't do this week? No. So I was – this is really dumb. Sometimes I take my dog on really long walks, like over three-mile walks, and I just think about a lot of things. And one thing I thought is, how would I, if I was a coach, if I was a coach of a football team, what would I have done last week to get my team ready mm. to take on the Chiefs? Well, you're playing in negative 30 degrees. <laughs> This isn't easy. No. As soon as we lose to the Bills, and I'm Mike McDaniels, I'm going to the back, doing my presser, talking to the team, and then I'm going to my staff, and I'm saying, I want every air conditioner blasting (laughs) all week. Leave the doors closed. I want us freezing every day. I just think that'd be common sense to be ready for minus 30 in which you don't play. You would think. I would argue you yeah. should fly to Kansas City and practice in Kansas City all week. Go find a high school or a college, rent your hotel a couple of days early, and get used to the weather. The report is they practiced in 72 degrees all week. Oops. Like, no. I, it you might not have won the game. It no. might not have been different, even no. if you did those things that I'm saying, but doesn't it seem kind of stupid for such a smart coach <laughs> to not even be thinking about that? When are we going to get those practice facilities, though? That's like the next step in football. I feel like the weather inclement facility yes. because yeah. we always see those torrential dump- rain can yes. be formed. This yes, is what I'm talking about because you yes. get those teams that go play in like rain in college, and you get the well, videos. Holly Shore of practice. And yes, yeah. this is yeah. what the the is necessary. Facility. Well, there's nothing dumber <laughs> when the coach spr- like squirts the water bottle on the guy returning punts. The USC Notre yes. Dame game. Like, yeah. What what are we you think that's going to be indicative of what the game is right. actually like? It's not anywhere close. I want a full system ahead where I can turn the temp down to like negative 5. I want to be able to turn the sprinklers on like it's an absolute downpour. Give me a wind machine that goes back and forth. Yes. You have to have every element available to you. We should be able to figure that out. It doesn't seem like it'd be very hard. No. Uh, maybe you just even fire head sprinkler systems that go off. You just set them off <laughs> yes. and it's just torrential downpour. Yes. Cause what's the coldest you could realistically get your AC going? If you got your AC crank in all day, every day, doors are closed. The air is not getting you get out it much. down in the fifties. I bet you could, which, yeah. you know, I know 50 and yeah. minus 30 is different, but <laughs> it's a bit of a gap, but still it's but, better than 70. But for a group of guys that are used to like 80, yeah. I mean that's that's at least a start somewhere. It was at least that's at least it gets you somewhat prepared for cold temperatures. Playing like I didn't see that report and it makes me even more confident than why I took the Kansas City Chiefs to win that game. I also i I want to be honest about something. I'm I'm watching that game and I'm like not really upset. I you know I. I'm all over the place in gambling. I'm a wreck. I'm a disaster. Swag is mopping the floor with me on a week in, week out basis at this point. He's gaining a little bit of ground. Up. I'm yeah. getting ready to go out. I to think st-
3: we yeah. tied this week.
2: Uh, no, you went two and one, and I went one and two. That under on Buffalo, which we got railroaded on, yeah. we I all got I, railroaded on. To be honest that. with you, I thought about saying we should be able to drop that game. Because yes. he got a buyback on that bet when oh. it was rescheduled. Yeah. Because I would have not touched the under in that game if I knew they were moving no, it. It wasn't going to be played in yeah. snow. Yeah. It was just cold. It was just cold. And cold is cold. And I learned that this weekend. I'm not a cold guy. Like hmm. in the littlest way. My kids wanted to play, <laughs> and I was kind of like, okay, five minutes back in. I can't do this. <laughs> I am getting softer with old age. Yes, I noticed that a couple of times on like walks with the dog this weekend <laughs> and. Just the reality of like I had a, a few moments where like you're picking up even dog poop and you got to take your gloves off Terrible. just to pick up the dog hands poop. frozen and my hands are like I don't I can't move my fingers yep. anymore and this is this is not fun this is this is one of the longest extended cold streaks like this cold that I can remember like we we'll get cold weather we'll get snow every now and then but like to be in the teens and twenties for an extended period of time going all the way into basically tomorrow morning this is that's a long time man I'm I'm over it I'm ready for some for some heat well and we got. You know, I I made a bet with uh, Dave Kingsella, the sales whiz. You did. And I I said, are you ready? And he goes, well, uh, we're going to have quite the snowfall, aren't we? And I said, Dave, I've lived here my whole life. We're not getting what they say. And he goes, what do you mean? And I go, what do you mean? No. I like, dude. I'll I'll make you a bet. Over Dave accent, right there. What do you mean? What do you mean? Snowfall and what you're packing? The two biggest lies in Portland. I mean, no disrespect to anybody out there. We have some really good professionals. Inches? Wait. But snow, snow predictions for us is not at the top of our list. We're pretty bad at it. No. No. Yes. And so I made a bet with Dave Kingsella and I set the over/under at 1.35 inches. I gave him so much in that bet. And the winner gets a coffee, and he goes, "I'll I'll take that bet." And I said, "Okay." And everybody in the office laughed at me as I came in the studio. I took a measurement twenty four hours after it started. <laughs> not even an inch at my house. It's mainly just ice. It's just hard packed hail that is formed together, and it looks snowy, but it's just ice. That's all. It's at my house. And he lives right up the road from me. So here's my question on this: where where does the official measurement have to take place? Oh, evidently we're on YouTube now. So good morning. Well, you're on YouTube. Are the cameras all working? Yeah, the camera moves. Good morning, everybody.
3: Huge shout out to Joey Joey this morning. He's awake and ready to go. I love Joey. And I just sent an email. I was. I'm like, it's snowy. Who knows what they got to deal with? I'm just sending an email <laughs> so everybody knows why we're not on YouTube this morning. Now it all makes sense. And a huge shout out to Joey. Snowy, Snowy Joey. Thank Snowy you. Snowy Joey.
2: Snowy Joey always comes through in the clutch. Here, Here is my question, though. Yes. Where does the measurement have to take place? So that's a fair point because I believe we actually exceeded it by the definition of the Portland area. We definitely did because I'll have, but the tough part was it was ice pellets and they were blowing all over the place. Yeah. So like if you went up like against a block or you went up against your house or something like that where it all kind of drifted, Mm -hmm. at my house there was probably five inches. Like, I had a lot, but when you go to, like, the kind of more bare areas, like some sidewalks or the middle of roads, it all kind of scattered and blew away, and there's yeah. barely anything. So it's crazy, because I think you and I live, like, three to four miles apart. We're not yes. that far. I'm still closer to Dave, and so I took my ro- my tape measure, and I put it against my house. I did what you say, where it blows against. Yeah. Still wasn't over an inch. Really? And I sent a photo, and I said, do we call this? Interesting. And he said, "He he, he basically said, you're right. Yeah. He didn't get anything different. I yeah, I went to Happy Valley Fred Myers a couple times yesterday. There was nothing. <laughs> there was there was a lot of bare pavement out there on especially busy roads. Side roads are still a little gnarly, but the tough part was I think the forecast was accurate. It just turned to like little ice pellets. Well, I think different way pockets got slightly different forecasts yes. just because of the way it, it, it goes. Uh, so I felt bad, so I'm kind of gloating at him, and I said, "Does this? Do, are we calling this? And he responds... Yeah, you won the bet. And I go, uh, okay. And he goes. He gave you the dub. He gave I mean, me the dub. Technically, I guess at your house it's true. Uh, and then he tells me he hasn't had his furnace for 50 hours or something like that. Yeah. Or 28 hours. Or I can't remember what it was, but he basically said his furnace blew and Ugh. his house is 50 degrees is what he said. And I'm like, uh, oh, no. He's God. ready to go
3: play in Kansas City now. I know of others uh, that did not have power. Frozen pipes. Yeah. So anywhere where trees, a lot of trees went down and clipped power lines was.
2: Oh, it looked terrible. I watched a lot of
3: local news. Uh, I made sure my brother, they live up in the hills in in Lake Oswego where there were trees down all over the place. And. They kept power and dodged trees. Awful. So thank
2: goodness we but. had a couple of flickers on Saturday, and every time it happened, you just you you just panic. You had some flickers, a few flick, but it would be like four or five seconds, and then it would boot like come back on. You're like, all right, what was that? Are we okay? Because it's NFL playoff weekend. Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to watch all these games? I had a plan. Oh, you did backup plan. So here's the backup plan for everybody in case because we have an ice storm coming, and we're not really sure we're going to do a show tomorrow. We're trying to figure out a way to do a show, but like. Not here, so bear with us if we can get some information on that today. I thought about, in the chance that my power goes out, what do I do? I have to watch playoff football. Yes. My immediate emergency plan, because they don't require Wi-Fi to use it, I'm signing up for YouTube TV. You get a free seven-day trial and YouTube TV can be watched anywhere at any time using cellular data. So ah. and I know it drains the hell out of your battery. Yeah, you got to sit next to a charger, but that's okay. But some people have battery pack chargers, so yeah. if you have something like that and your power's out and there's no you feel no hope, I'm signing up for YouTube TV Problem solved. I'll at least be able to watch it. I learned my lesson. We randomly had our power go out like a couple of weeks ago. And I learned my lesson because this is when you get those like little gifts or things. And you think of like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll get to that at some point. And then you put them in the garage and you never touch them again. My father-in-law gave us like this little battery charged thing, and it was you could plug your phones into it and a little. It, but of course, when our power went out, it had been sitting in our garage for a year and a half, freezing cold. And the freezing cold. Oh, no. I had never plugged it in, never charged it, and so you, I learned the hard way. I'm like, this is dumb. I don't have any way to charge anything. This is ridiculous. And so after the power came back on, I made sure to charge that one. We got another one for Christmas, fully charged. <laughs> so I was stocked and ready to go. I was fully prepared just in case anything was going to happen. Well, we got a busy show today. There is a lot to discuss. We've got. College football to get it. There's so much that we're not going to get to at all. It's full disclosure. Nemec's going to be our ticker stop today. He'll join us at 8 a.m. I want to dive into kind of everything, the recruiting angles. Um, You're not, you didn't see this because you don't like him. (laughs) I went, I I monitored Softy's Twitter account a lot this weekend for Mm -hmm. obvious reasons. He had a thing in a video he did after Jed Fish got hired and I know we've kind of talked about it, but I want to bring it back because he highlighted it now that it's happened to him. Ah. And I don't think he's wrong. And, you know, i it's a weird thing. I think two sports right now are awesome, but the leagues make them worse than they need to be. College football and basketball in the NBA. I think both sports are great, and I think the leagues are stupid. I don't disagree with that. Does that make any sense? It does. It makes a lot of sense. So we'll dive into some of that. I want to ask Nimick about it, the recruiting impact of a jetfish fish to Washington. It's kind of the area that the Huskies have really lacked. You can certainly say they can improve there. <laughs> and that guy recruits. I don't know, you know what it's going to take for them to jump, but I feel like they're going to jump in the positive in recruiting. So we'll talk to Nimick about that at 8 a.m. The mail sack will push to 8.30, so you can get those mail sack questions in now on YouTube – or the Vancouver Ford text line. And of course, we've got all of the NFL. And that's where we're going to start. Super wild card weekend. We start dirt
0: and spray. Good to be with you on this Tuesday on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
1: On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
2: We have a lot to talk about in the Super NFL Wild Weekend this weekend. Streaming records were broken. Viewership increases this season in millions. I love people connecting the dots that this means the Pac-12 deal would have worked because there's a lot of Swifties and 20 million people watch Chiefs versus Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, I think Wazoo Cal would have gotten twenty million people. Yeah, too. Cal Arizona State's <laughs> gonna gonna rival. <laughs> I
3: thought streaming couldn't work. <laughs> an NFL playoff game. Like, what are game. we doing those, here?
2: Those dunks are interesting to me when that is the takeaway from an NFL number of 23 million. It's like, but you know Stanford and Oregon State isn't getting mm. over like a million viewers, right? No, Like not a chance in Hoping hell. to get 23,000 I mean, at that really, point. at that point, yeah. Unless Patrick Mahomes is committing to play for Oregon State and Taylor Swift is going to date somebody on the Cougs, then we got a shot, baby! Uh, can we do a very quick round of applause as a show to the PGE and power companies, individuals, Amen. people that were getting trees out of the roads, yes. keeping people safe, first responders. It looked terrible. And I'm sitting in my warm ass house <laughs> and with a blanket on and I'm watching on my big screen and I'm like, oh, man, it sucks out there. It's so, so nice. cold outside. Yeah. Shout out to everybody who actually had to do something outside. Yes. This is not fun in any way, shape or form. And I can't even imagine, like, the amount of angry messages you get. Like, hey, my power's out. You're like, I know, I'm working on it. A tree fell on some, you know, whatever. Like, we're trying to figure this out. Not an easy job. Shout out to all of them. Saw a video in Beaverton. A car, two cars went under a tree that was slowly moving down Uh, on the road. I'm talking massive tree. And they get past it, and the tree fully comes down. And as it finally hits the ground, a car going the opposite way. So I'm assuming they're going home. The tree had dropped, and they'd just gotten right behind it. <sighs> dodged a bullet. Well, not just dodged a bullet. Now they're stuck. They can't get home. Oh, they're, yeah. You, yeah they had to go, go past way. that tree. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's got to be the worst luck in the world. That is awful, man. And that's the one thing. Like we, It's fun to make fun of Portland sometimes because we do shut everything down when it snows. And sometimes we're incredibly soft. Like We all understand that. We, we've lived here our entire lives. But when it's ice and 60 like it was gusting I thought my house was going to blow over. A so did I. Times. I thought a tree was going to fall. Yeah, it was over. so damn windy. Like when you're dealing with ice and wind of that level, like can we not make fun of people for staying home? No. Can we not and do it that? Was, it was That's not 2 inches of powdery snow. a like, holiday
3: for many, not everybody, but a holiday weekend for many. Uh so and it was a Friday afternoon and so yeah, they they said just get out of there get home they closed all the schools basically at noon
2: we've seen two times in the last however many years when we yes. don't leave in time yeah and then the entire city shuts down. and it I've goes the other here. way you say <laughs> yeah we might get
3: a you know we yeah. might get an inch or so and yeah. here comes here comes eight inches yeah. i'll never forget
2: hey. driving home you were i think you were, I was somewhere. On, vacation. You were on vacation yeah, yeah. i got on the show it was a a souks of hazard and i got stuck in such bad traffic just going to beaverton I heard the entire show. <laughs> Four hours of video. I saw people greatness. getting out of the car to piss. I'm like, oh, man, we're in that situation, aren't we? Not good, Bob. So it's never good. I hope everybody's safe out there, keeping warm. Uh, and thank you to everybody. And we're not out it. of it yet. No, we the got a nice one crap's coming yeah. later today. I'm getting, as as sh- <laughs> be <laughs> yes. I'm getting the hell out of here as soon as this. My stuff is going to be packed before the last second. I'm getting the hell out of here. Let's start. Super Wild Card Weekend. Woo! Was it that super? No. No, but it was nice. To, you know, I... Monday's a tough day because not everybody observes the holiday. I did like having three doubleheaders.
3: I hope they go to this format if they keep this weekend. Oh, I think and it's they are. Holiday. I think
2: they're going to take Christmas and MLK Day from the NBA. <laughs> I think they have just kicked the NBA in the balls at this point. I forgot the NBA was even playing yesterday. All day. It started in the you, morning. That's right. Oh, yeah.
3: We had uh, we had the Spurs and Hawks right here on yes, the. Yes, she did. I noon. heard the
2: pregame show driving I back from Freddy's. <laughs> I went to Costco and I'm like, hey, I wonder what's on the fan. And I'm like, why am I hearing PJ Carlissimo right now? That's oh, right. that's
3: right. They play basketball. The day-to-day. MLK uh, Dream Game for uh, in Atlanta.
2: I don't know where uh, I don't know where you want to start. If you want to start with Dolphins getting their ass kicked, the Browns getting their ass kicked, there was no better, there was no worse beating in the last five days or so, though. Dirt, a minus seventy point differential. <laughs> A minus seventy point differential. What was that like to call those games?
3: It was a rough weekend.
2: Wait, what happened? They lost by forty three in one game and twenty seven in the other. Ooh, that's rough. He I had to they call a game. I didn't know they that? didn't win a game. Uh, was that the women's team? I got an yes. email about yeah. that one. Yes, uh, I okay. look at that WBB. the women. The women are three and one in conference. Oh, they only go. lost you to team was... them up now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's rough. That's a rough. There's weekend. nothing to talk. Who about. Who had a worse weekend? The Pilots or the NFC East? Huh? Let's Ooh. have that fun poll question right there. Joe Fisher or Swaggard? I, Who had the worst weekend? Yeah, I I think we start with the most meaningless game that we could not have been more wrong on. And I at least give myself credit for the internal monologue that I had, but I didn't listen to the internal monologue. Oh, the Browns game. The first bet that oh, I yeah. locked in last. week well, actually, no. The second, first bet I locked in last week was Packers seven and a half. Cowboys shouldn't be favored over anybody. Second bet I locked in was Browns two and a half. That was my first bet at one and a half yeah. we were all on that like looking at that like how yep. oh, this defense what we doing? rookie quarterback yep. like... <laughs> after i locked in the uh, bed all me. week every day i thought to myself why am i confident in joe flacco I wasn't a Flacco back. See, for me it was, because oh, their defense man. was awful on the road this year and very good at their home. Their numbers were very different, Like, yes. they were one of the worst defenses in the NFL away from home and the best defense in the NFL when they were home. And they had given up a couple of weeks earlier to Houston, like 30 points to Davis Mills, and C.J. Stroud was going to be back. And I, I don't know. I asked myself, oh, that's the one you get out of the way quickly. What a great feeling if you're the Houston Texans. Still kind of a scummy organization, but hilarious that they beat the team that they traded everything to. They still have their first-round pick next year. Mm-hmm. And then just the reality of what Cleveland is is facing, that you thought maybe this is going to be a fun run. Nope, Joe Flacco's going back to his couch. You're still stuck with Deshaun Watson, and you're nowhere near competitive in the AFC. See, I, um, yeah, I don't know what Cleveland's going to be next year. That certainly was by kick. My gambling producer was like, I'm all over the Texans. I'm so tired of hearing about the Browns all week and I'm like, oh crap. And they went up 14-10. I was like, "Oh my god, they they're going to they're going to they're gonna make me feel good. Yeah, good start offensively." And then they got outscored 35-nothing the rest of the way. Just dominated. They did they had no response nope. for it whatsoever. I didn't know who felt worse. Either Cleveland Brown fan or Carolina Panther fan. Because I, I think we're overlooking the fact that when, you, when your team has the one pick, good question. they yes. trade to get it. You chose that guy over that guy. You chose the 5'4", 110-pound quarterback when you had no real offensive line. And look, you could certainly say C.J. Stroud doesn't have this season if he goes to Carolina. That's very fair. I also watched both of them play, and I would say, sure, but he still has a much better seed than what whatever Bryce Young just had. Yeah, I, I do think it's important to acknowledge the talent that is around him in Houston. That's that's not a But the b- talent wasn't talked about. This team was no. supposed to be one of the worst. Nobody they talked were- about Tank Dell. Nobody talked about Nico Collins. No. The, Noah Brown, who just got put on IR. These were not names people were mentioning. This was... And you had a, a joke of a disaster,
3: first-time yeah. rookie head coach. Yes, not
2: just a new head coach, a first-time head coach. And yeah. you had public knowledge that their quarterback was basically an idiot on a test. <laughs> he could not pass a test to save his life. S two test. <laughs> Which you know, I love that he just joked about that in the post game, like S two test, huh? How's that going? <laughs> yeah, how did that how did that breakdown of the draft go for you? He became the first rookie to ever lead the NFL in passing yards per game, one of three quarterbacks ever to lead the NFL in passing yards per game and touchdown to interception ratio. Became the youngest starting quarterback to ever guide his team to a playoff win, tied the record for the most passing touchdowns by a rookie in a playoff game, recorded the highest QBR ever in his first playoff game, set the record for most attempts without an interception in his to start. His career, Jeez. like it just the and there's more than that. That's just the tip of the iceberg of what he accomplished this weekend. I don't know what the, what this weekend's going to look like going to Baltimore. It's a pretty wide number they beat the absolute crap out of Cleveland. And that was kind of the start of the weekend that should have told us that this is how most of these games are going to go. There was really only one competitive back-and-forth fun down-to-the-wire game, and that came a little bit later on Sunday. But what C.J. Stroud has done this year is remarkable, and I think he has rocketed up people's boards. Like, I was thinking this last night watching Jalen Hurts when I got called a racist for not saying he was a top-five or for saying he wasn't a top-five quarterback. Are you racist today? Uh, I think I'm, I might be because I, I don't even know if he's top-ten. Like, I think I think I give was it, pretty bad, man. I give you ten guys I'd rather have right now than Jalen Hurts, and CJ Stroud is definitely on that list. You'd rather have CJ Stroud? It's not even close, man. He's an elite thrower of the football. He, he moves, is. he sees the field well. There's gonna be a sophomore slump. He's gonna go through some bumps. No, none of these guys just have a perfect linear trajectory. Uh, but what he has done as a rookie is remarkable. It is reshaping kind of the opinion of what teams can accomplish w- with rookie contracts. On top of that, they still have all those extra picks. They're still incredibly young. You still have calf space. You have them on a rookie deal for four years. Like, the next four years, Houston might be extremely dangerous. I mean, two really young teams, kind of a takeaway point, and with young quarterbacks. Green Bay. Yeah. And Jordan Love's going to get paid now. But, damn, Green Bay, youngest team in the NFL. And Houston, also yeah. one of the youngest teams in the NFL. Future's bright. Both in the division round. We have a lot more to get into in the playoffs. The Kansas City Dolphin game. We got Green Bay at Dallas. We'll obviously dive into that. And the Lions doing something. It was Detroit's weekend. I agree with that. It was Detroit's weekend. Let's talk about the Lions. I got some audio from that. Uh, Dirt and Sprague. We're back with all of the Super Wildcard Weekend stuff next.
1: After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to eight hundred dollars. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT and T at T-Mobile.com/slash Across America. You deserve this ice-cold reward. the mark fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.
2: We've got a lot of fun with audio coming up. Super NFL Wild Card Weekend Edition. I think, uh, I think everybody's right. I think this is, if we're going to make the weekend about anything, it has to be the Detroit Lions doing something that hasn't been done in an awful long time. That atmosphere was so fun, man. It was electric. It was loud. You could feel it through your TV. You could see it when you watched those guys operate. The one thing that really, I, it just it upset me. I, I almost turned the game off. I, I could not stand. How dare they show Eminem? Why are we showing a musical artist during a football game? Get him off my TV. He might ruin the Lions' season. When's Taylor Swift going to be on? He's the problem with the NFL, man. He's, we just keep showing Eminem on our TV. His his pregame speech was hilarious, too. I don't know if you saw that at the start of the NBC broadcast. I actually missed the beginning of the Eminem thing. So they had, he was, you know, how Sunday Night Football, they have, like, the guy that comes on yeah. and does the, you know, these two teams and blah, 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 and he kind of sets the stage and everything, <laughs> and he had, a, he had a great line about Stafford. He was like, we were all in on you. You were here for 12 years. Oh, you I were did our see guy. this, and he's like, give us and this he was one. like, dude, you won. I rapped for you in L.A. We all cheered for you. You owe us this one.'" <laughs> I have a hot take from that game. Yeah. I think Matthew Stafford is the most underrated player in the NFL for the last 12 years, 15 years. How, how, however far back you want to go, I think he is the most underrated player in the NFL. A guy who carried a poop franchise for 12 seasons, putting up elite season after elite season for the Detroit Lions. Finally got to L.A., won a Super Bowl. In the last, couple, last year was rough. They were back to being relevant again this year. I'm in, I'm just amazed every time I watch him play, and he's one of those guys that I think about. If you would have drafted him into a Andy Reid, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey type situation, how differently his career would have been, as opposed to having to play for you know the Detroit Lions. He made some insane throws in that. Yes, game. Yes, he did. He was dialed in. Here's my hot take I had during the game. We'll give you take takes take. He needs to retire. You think he's done? Too many concussions. He has four daughters. I'm I'm fairly certain and confident in saying he was concussed. His hand looked broken because it had yeah. gassed between his fingers. That was the ultimate Matthew Stafford. Start. How many How many years <laughs> do you really want to be like? This is your life. You're just signing up to be in a car crash and have your brain rattled. Every weekend. He's chasing rings. Baby, go get me another one. I, I also don't know if you can say he's the most underrated. He won the Super Bowl. I think he's properly rated. See, I don't think he is. It, 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 when you talk about top five quarterbacks in the NFL, top seven quarterbacks I think in the he's NFL. he's in there for I, most people. I don't think his name gets really? brought up nearly enough. Hmm. Because of what happened, in, because he never won in Detroit, and you have to, quarterbacks are a win-loss stat, right? So you got to win to be one of the best quarterbacks. Who cares what organization you're playing for? And then last year, we buried him last year. Everybody buried him. He won the Super Bowl the year before throwing a no-look pass in the biggest moment of the game when one of his best wide receivers, by the way, got hurt in that game. They still won, and then he got hurt, and it was like, ah, he's done. Matt Stavers done. And then he came back this year, and that was the ultimate, this is why we don't count wins and losses towards quarterbacks because he had nothing to do with them losing that game. Their defense was awful early. They dropped some balls. They couldn't run. The, they couldn't run the football. He was elite, but it just wasn't enough because he didn't have enough help. I had two moments watching that almost made me throw up, like squeamish. The first was in that game when Higby got hit in the knee. Yes. And NBC or whoever was there in that game was like, let's show this three times. (laughs) Like, can we stop? Torn ACL. Guy hitting him at real, you know, real-time game speed. And then the other was the Andy Reid booger icicle mustache. <laughs> you don't like that? I just kept thinking about that melting and trickling off, <laughs> and like, oh my god, it it makes me want to never have a mustache. I actually had to like trim my beard this weekend because I went for a walk and I felt like my beard was freezing on Saturday, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta cut this back a little bit. Ah, uh, Nakua. Holy crap. I mean, talk about top five. Is he already a top five receiver (laughs) in the NFL? He caught everything. Caught everything. Caught everything. Big body, yard after catch. He had nine catches on ten targets, and the only one that he dropped, you could argue at the end of the game, may or may not have been defensive pass interference. I definitely think it was, but I saw a lot of penalties, and, like, I was kind of... I was kind of sticking up for the defense a lot this week, and I'm like, let them play! Yeah, this was one where the Lions got absolutely railroaded against Dallas, and it's funny that, like, hey, karma works out. The Cowboys lose their playoff game. The Lions yep. get to host another playoff game. They deserve to host another playoff game. But this is why when you get a call that goes against you, don't be – don't freak out because eventually it's going to balance out. That was one of the biggest moments of the game. If they call defensive pass interference, the Rams might win that game. You mentioned the hit that got Stafford concussed. How was that not roughing the passer? I don't know what roughing the passer is anymore because Christian Wilkins just pushed Mahomes and that's he breathed on him. It's 15 yards. Even though a guy like eight yards from the ref was being clearly held and the ref's just like, oh, I don't see it. It's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Mahomes gets pushed roughing the passer. I watched his eyes, Stafford's eyes, roll into the back of his head. And him like, oh. where am I? And, you know, the the old trick, of, hey, make it look like something else. Ah, you know, my he's like, ribs oh. hurt. man, my ribs shot. It's like, <laughs> no, you're concussed. We know it. But go ahead. Go in the tent. Come back out and be, quote unquote, clear. You just tell him it's an ankle injury. You'll be fine. Did the, did the 95-year-old guy,
3: Lions fan in the stand, who'd been a season ticket holder since World War Two or whatever, did that? Did that one get to
2: you? The 30-year-old crying got yeah. to me. That guy's never seen it. At least <laughs> the old guy won. The, he watched the first Super Bowl. He, he was alive to watch it in, what, 57 or 52 or whatever the hell the Lions last won. Anything Something that actually like that. mattered. They didn't want a playoff game since, what, 1992, 1993, yeah. whatever it was. 92. Did that make you regret your decision, watching that old bastard celebrate his Lions for the first time? No, because he's seen his team succeed plenty
0: of times. Yeah, I know, I've, but that
2: guy made it 90 years. You quit. It would only been 30 years for the Cowboys.
3: Well, it's, you know, what do they say? Once you've had it's 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 worse
2: to have it and then lose have it, it and, lose than it and it then never than have, have it never at all. You yes. yeah. have no hope whatsoever for your entire life. I think life. you're right on that. I think it's easier to stick with like being a Mariner fan might be easier than currently being a Yankee fan. Yeah. The, oh, get out of here with that. The Yankees that. are get like Get out of here dirt. with that. Don't no, <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> There, no, I'm not enter- even entertaining <laughs> okay. that notion. All right, bad take. You're <laughs> bad right. Take. I'll move on. Horrible. It's take. It's a bad take. <laughs> Throw they, that one in the trash. The game, the the weekend. Let's give it to Detroit. I pulled the post game. Yeah. Here is Dan Campbell. Man, Campbell, screaming into the locker room. Super excited, pumped up. Take a listen. This is the entire minute forty nine post game speech. What's
3: going on? What happened there? How electric Uh, was it out there? I'm telling you what, it doesn't get any better. It's everything you dream of and then more. All right, That's outstanding work. I got two game balls. All right, number one, listen, when you you come in three years ago, like me and this guy did, and you had a vision, and you start working together, and you've got an idea how you want to build it and the type of players you're looking for and how you want to go top to bottom, offense, defense, special teams, and you're in... You're in lockstep. You're in f***ing lockstep. I'm telling you guys, it's a shitty business. It ain't always perfect, but we, but we do a pretty good job. Right. But without this f***ing guy right here, man, Brad Holmes... <laughs>
1: i absolutely love every single person in this room man we were intentional on being about grit all right and earning it i love everybody in here man we went through darkness and it shaped us all right it shaped us for this moment i love y'all man thank you so much thank appreciate, you so appreciate it you. okay I just say it like this all right? hey you're good enough for Detroit J. <laughs>
3: and appreciate you guys more than you can know. I promise you that. I love you guys so fucking much. This is just the beginning, boys. This is just the fucking beginning. We got three more of these next week at home at our place against whoever the wants to come in here. Let's go.
2: What on. a moment. So fun, man. So fun. What a moment for the city, for the fans, for the team, for the franchise. They celebrated in Green Bay like they had won a playoff game last year. And you can mock a team like the Lions for doing it, but like, I think last year, that last game, they didn't give a damn. They had real belief, and they brought it this year. They had all these expectations, won the division, hosted their first playoff game, Won it since like 1992, 91. It's been a long time. It's been a long time for them and to do it and to barely do it, but do it. And now you get to host another playoff game with the NFC title game on the line. Yep. The bucks are coming to town. You you would argue there's a bit of a pathway here. Like you're eventually, I think, going to have to go through San Francisco. We'll get to all the other games this weekend. Green Bay might be red hot and the Niners took the week off. So maybe there's something to that as well. I, I think the other two teams that you put in that conversation of like, ooh, tough matchups just talent wise. Dallas and Philly, and they're both now out of your way. Doesn't mean the yep. Tampa can't go in and win, but the Rams coming to the playoffs were the one team that was like, ah, I don't know if I want to play LA right now. They're hot. They got a coach who's won a Super Bowl. They got a quarterback who's won a Super Bowl. Cup and Nakua on the outside. Aaron Donald, like that's a team I don't want to play. They survived that challenge. Jared Goff did enough to win the game. Defensively, they were great in the red zone. That that was the highlight of the weekend. Not just because it was the only competitive game, but because of the scene and what it meant for the people of Detroit. Funny, where did they play that game, Swag? <laughs> That Detroit Ram game. Where did they play it? Detroit. Oh, they played it in Detroit. Huh. Best game of the weekend. What does Detroit have that Buffalo doesn't have? Houston had a dome. How'd that work out for them? They Dep- looked pretty good, didn't they? Dallas had a dome. How'd that work out for them? Great for Green Bay who got <laughs> out of the cold ass weather, didn't they? <laughs> How'd Green Bay play out of the snow, huh? <laughs> pretty good. I thought the argument was competitive games happen in domes. Well, no. Oh, Great okay. football is played. Great football. Okay, when snow it. is not in your way. <laughs> you, That's okay. the point I'm trying to make, <laughs> here, all right? It. No railroad mine. We need a- Trump. Pop! Hey, Trump's already promised if he gets elected, we're putting a dome over the country. Over oh, okay. oh, dome in the, the whole country? The country's going to oh, have a dome. Country dome. I like we're going to build it here. It's going to be the best dome ever. Like nobody's dope. been better at doming <laughs> starting in <laughs> Iowa where they got like eight feet of snow can't get to the caucuses I don't know why people are cheering on that does that make any sense to anybody we're gonna no. dome the country not that might be not. the dumbest thing I've ever heard uh but I do think I have I have relented your take is overall dumb but I agree with the take Buffalo needs a dome like at the lake effect snow that happens in Buffalo that like Lambeau Field it's cold like Kansas City was cold this weekend. Like that's one thing. Buffalo lake effect snow, where you're getting blizzards and feet of snow in like a 48 hour period. That's a problem. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about that. We'll push the uh, the Cowboys to seven. They lose to the Packers, who looked mighty mighty impressive in that game. We got audio fun with audio on that one, uh, and then we'll dive into some college football stuff. Dirt and spray back with more Super Wildcard weekend next on the Fan. About 40 minutes ago. Keith in a garbage truck asking where we were. The app wasn't working, and there was nothing on YouTube. We are live on YouTube now thanks to uh, Snowy Joey, our extraordinaire snowy joey it's a good nickname for him it's a good nickname he looks like he could survive for a long time in the snow yes, yes. i don't know if he has survival skills but if he i were to, certainly has that appearance i'm judging him by the cover of his book because <laughs> he wears carhartt has yes. a beard yeah he lives he, in the middle of yeah. nowhere he could chop some wood and start a fire yes and, he's right out of gentle ben yes i mean that's is. gentle, gentle ben <laughs> what a pole <laughs> uh let's get to some of the other action i have a theory and I'm going to work on theory with audio. I want to get to the Chiefs Dolphins, but real quick Steelers Bills, you know, really have much of a take. It was. You know. That game was not great. There was some bad officiating in it. P- P- Pittsburgh made it at least somewhat relevant for a while there in the second half. Bills kind of choked away a little bit of that they lead, did. and then they they put the game away. We got to do something. I love Josh Allen. I've already gambled on Josh Allen for this weekend. Early springing the line peak. I am on Bills minus two and a half. In case that line goes to three, I'm getting it below three. It opened at two and a half. It's a two yeah. and a half right now, and I have jumped all over it. Oh, I'm and I've on that. so go ahead if you want to. I just wanted to alert the masses that will be a springing the line pick for me this week. We got to do something about the slide, no slide, quarterback hitting, running thing. You saw that in Miami, Kansas City, too. I think a guy thought he was going to slide and he didn't. He's kind of like, oh, God. Like, yes. That's what I'm talking about. We don't know what roughing the passer is. I don't think these defensive players know what to do, even when the quarterback becomes a quote unquote. Runner, no, there was one last night too with Hertz where he got down a little late, and, and I, I didn't think flagged. it was roughing. I didn't either, and he got called for roughing. It was corresponding penalties because there was a hole, yeah. I believe, on Philly on the same play. That touchdown run, I love Josh Allen. That touchdown run should have been illegal because <laughs> he slowed down. All the defenders slowed down. It's like okay, he's going to fall down onto the ground, and then he sped back up and ran through some arm tackles. He never though. Started I know he didn't start dip. it. I know, but it's hard in that position. The At full what's the speed defender going to do? You dip, we dip. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> And if you don't dip, and I don't dip, now I'm stuck. You're hitting my hip. Yeah. I was just trying to rhyme dip there. That was terrible. I'm 0 for 2 today. Uh, I want to I want to see. If- being a Yankee fan is harder than being a Mariner fan. You said that. That came out of your mouth. I just want to point that out for everybody listening. I'd argue being a Braves fan last year was harder than being a Mariner fan. <laughs> I know it's not great for you, and it looks good for me, but we didn't win. Being a Duck fan is way harder than being a Beaver fan, man. You kidding me? God, we're so close. We have hope. We have chances. You guys at least have no hope. You guys kind of do live in a hellscape in some ways. It is <laughs> yeah, a bit of a hellscape. Uh, does Jim Nance hate Tony Romo? I think I pulled audio. I heard this live, and I'm like, I'm pulling this audio. And I got a couple cuts that follow. I want you to just listen to this play call. Just listen to the back and forth.
3: Intercepted, Jim. It's Hyde crossing just in case. It was deflected by Bernard. And they're saying it hit the ground. It did. It, but It <laughs> looked like it was intercepted, Jim. I saw you jumping up and down. You thought it was a big. It, it did. It looked like he hit the player right there, Pickens. boom. It hit the ground. But these guys know, right? And then all of a sudden, they all stop. It's like, they're right there. They should know. But
2: I wanted to hear a good touchdown call on <laughs> your part. So. That, was, that was bad. That was a really bad moment. Like he, he He's had an awful season. I think I, it's a pick! And we were all, I was watching, like, no, it wasn't! Yeah, I saw that in real time, too. Not a pick. Uh, I want you to listen. This just sounds, this is a broadcaster, in my opinion, a seasoned broadcaster's way of saying, you're wrong, shut up. It hit the ground. <laughs> it hit the ground. Uh, Tony, uh, sit this one out, buddy. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Why don't you pipe down over there?
3: I think it's intercepted, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> CBS is paying it that guy seventeen like, uh, million. It sounds like Rusty from European Vacation when they're in the restaurant. <laughs> I think he's gonna pork her, Dad. He's gonna pork her, Dad. I think it's intercepted, Jim. He's not gonna pork her, Russ Shut up. Look away. Just listen to he's this pork her Dad. I think it's intercepted, Jim.
2: They hit the ground. <laughs> Shut up now or trying to call a game in a serious manner. Can not see the line? Can you rush? No, <laughs> no, no you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. Not any of it. He he was rough. That that game kinda summed up the weekend, few entertaining moments, not a not great, not thrilling, but Romo Romo has struggled for the last couple of years, and that's not getting any better. He can't predict plays anymore, so that trick no. is gone. CBS gave him the money, and it feels like he took that money, and he was like, well, great. Now I'm going to buy memberships to every golf course in America. <laughs> yep,
3: got to play my way onto yeah, the uh, Champions Tour here. I mean, Dude, he really needs to
2: just, just go golf, and that's okay. You're a good golfer, but... That's what Smoltz is trying to do. Right, he's going to be yeah. a Corn Fairy Tour guy. And people have noted Smoltz, broadcast broadcasted. It's yeah. kind of fallen off the last few years. I, yeah. I think there's a correlation here. You care more about golf than you do the game. Uh, Peter King put this in his article yesterday, even before the two other games happened. And I just want to get your thoughts quickly before we get to the uh, the, the second hour. Put a fire extinguisher to Mike McDaniel's 2023 offensive genius and planted doubt seeds in Tua Tungavailoa's future. You agree with that sentence? Uh, no, I don't. I, I the a thing, I, that was just a horrible situation to put him in. He's got to go to arrowhead their offense hasn't been great in the second half of the year. It's cold weather. He doesn't have an ultimate strong arm. They're one in six against playoff caliber teams. Their only win was Dallas at home by a last second field goal. No chance. What was Brian Flores doing before he got there? Like Tua Tua led the NFL, I believe, in passing yards he this did. year. Not all numbers, you know, tell you the entire story. But I'm not just punting. Like, what are you going to do if you're Miami? Is there another viable option? Is Harbaugh or Belichick a better deal? Stephen Ross is a Michigan guy. He- Harbaugh, I could see. Belichick, I don't think bringing in a defensive guy for them is... I, I don't know. I, I'm just not buying that. They had that with Brian Flores. You probably lose some of that offense, too, when McDaniels yes. leaves and you bring in a Belichick. They also were incredibly banged up in the second half of the season. Their defense was banged up all year and then just decimated going... They didn't have a, like active linebacker going into that game. most certain missed time in the second half of the year. Tyree Kill was dealing with a house fire. Holland like, got hurt. Dude, that was just one where I get it. I understand sometimes you need takes. This is only their second year together. This isn't like Dak and McCarthy, who's done three straight 12-win seasons and been out early in the playoffs every single year last year too it was hurt this is his first playoff start and we're just killing his career i'm look i'm not saying i'm buying futures tickets on the dolphins but i would not reset everything after that playoff loss uh we have a loaded second hour there's a lot to discuss i want to carry over our last little bit of nfl super wild card weekend we can talk a little bit more about it uh in, in by the back end of the show we'll start the uh the second hour of the show A very disappointing end to a season for one team. And, man, what a statement by another. Loaded second hour, dirt and
0: spraying on the Odyssey app, 1080 The Fan, and YouTube. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.